My name is Pastor Mike Landsman, and this is the podcast for Zion Stone United Church of Christ. This podcast is taken from my weekly Sunday morning sermons. I pray that as you listen to them, they will be a blessing to you and strengthen you in your walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here's what we have for today. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Thank you for joining us this evening for our 7 p.m. Uh, Ash Wednesday service. We had a wonderful time this afternoon at 1 o'clock. Thank you all for coming out uh, this evening uh, for, for our 7 p.m. service. It's good to see you and have you here. I was thinking on the reading that we had heard from the book of Isaiah, and I was struck by something where the people seemed to be declaring their sins. And it appeared that they were seeking God. But Isaiah calls them to task because they're not actually seeking God. They're not seeking him. What they're doing is something I think that that we still do to this day. They're not actually seeking God. But they're trying to curry God's favor. Or they're trying to take the checklist and tick off all the boxes. And I think that we do that in our own lives as well. I've done all the things. (laughs) I've done everything right. I've met my obligation to you, God. Now it's your turn to show up for me. And then something in our lives goes wrong. And then we say, where are you? Why is, this, why, why is this happening to me? I was good. I did everything I was supposed to do. I went to Ash Wednesday service. I knelt at all the times Pastor Mike told us to kneel. Which we'll be doing a lot of tonight. I really listened in, in, during his short sermon. I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do. Why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this? And I think that's natural, brothers and sisters. See, because I think many people are not seeking God for healing. They're not seeking God for the the transformation of their hearts. They're not seeking God so they can be conformed into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we can see that most specifically when our actions and and our words don't line up. Which is why Isaiah calls the people out for their hypocrisy. They put on a religious front, but then they do the opposite of what God has asked them to do. They look very religious. They look very pious. But the mask that they wear, the religious mask that they wear, isn't translating itself into doing the things that God had asked them to do. Clothing the the naked, feeding the hungry, helping the poor. Those two things should be lining up for us. Our actions should match our deeds. And I think Lent is a particularly powerful time of of recalibration for us as as a church. At the beginning of of the the service this evening, I started off with a very short prayer which said that God hates nothing that he has made and he forgives the sins of all who are penitent. And then we asked him to make new and contrite hearts within us. And what Lent does is, what we're confronted with, 
and we'll be experiencing this tonight and then throughout the services is the enormity of our sin. But it's never just about the enormity of our sin. If we just leave it there, then that's a terrible place to be. When we think about our, 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 our wretchedness, when we think about our sin, we must always come back to the mercy and the love and the grace of God. Because when we understand what sin has done to us, and then we get a, a glimpse of what Christ has done for us, it helps put all of our lives in perspective. And we've just had the Sunday of the Transfiguration this past Sunday, right? And we talked about how you have the dazzling revealing of Christ on the mountain. And then he comes down and they go on the path towards the cross. And that's us throughout this season of Lent. Where we turn our hearts towards God. Where we take on fasting and, and prayer and the giving of alms. Where we, where we up our, hey, using this phrase, right? But where we up our game, so to speak, you know, with our personal devotions. Where we abstain from things, not for the sake of abstaining from things, not abstaining from things so we think God will love us more or we can gain his favor. He already loves us. He's already favored us by saving us. But what all of this does, it, it reveals who we really are. It helps us to be realistic about who we are. But it also puts that in the light of the welcoming grace and love of God. See, God doesn't just say, Have the, like, see who you really are. But he then gives us a pathway from that to our healing, to our transformation, to our salvation. And that's what Lent is, is all about. It's so we can continually turn our hearts towards God. So we can continually gaze at his beauty. Where we can be confronted with the depths of our sin. But we can also experience his love and mercy and his grace that will never end. And to which he calls us to be a part of as well as to send that out and to share that with others. So my prayer for us this Lenten season is that we would have good strength, that God would grant us strength. Whatever your personal, private devotions are at home that you've decided to take it on, right? Because we'll just give up something and then go about our business. We give something up and then we take something on. Whatever it is that you've chosen to do, may God give good strength to you. And remember, as you go about those things, that you are not trying to seek God's favor. You're not trying to get him to love you. You are placing yourself in a position to receive salvation and healing and grace and mercy from him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord and Master of my life, take from me the spirit of sloth, despair, lust of power, and idle talk. But rather give the spirit of chastity, meekness of mind, patience, and love to your servants. O Lord and King, grant me to see my own transgressions and not to judge my brothers and sisters. For blessed are you for the end of the ages of ages. All God's people said, Amen.